Hey, how's it going? This is Cooper Greenberg. Just put out a new EP called Wave Pool, and you can listen to it wherever. And you are listening to the Texas Music Spotlight. Texas Music Spotlight Podcast, supporting artists and musicians from the great state of Texas. And now, here's your host, Julia. Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here, and welcome to the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast. I am your host for this episode, and it's going to be a good one. I have a, a really awesome guest on, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But first off, make sure you're subscribed right now. If you're not subscribed, you need to be Texas Music Spotlight on iTunes or SoundCloud. TMS Podcast on SoundCloud is where you can find us and listen to all the other episodes that we have. We have episodes every Monday with a new musician, and it's super awesome. I do a podcast. My dad does a podcast. I do another one. He does one, and it's super awesome. You get to hear from a bunch of different musicians and tons of point of views, things that will help you, things that interest you, hopefully, maybe, if you're here already. I hope you're interested. I I, I sure wouldn't want to <laughs> not be interesting and you just sit here and listen to it. But, um, yeah, go ahead and subscribe right now and leave a review. Review us on iTunes if you can. That helps us out a lot. That's how we get uh, more recognition and more views and listens from uh, other people. That's how they find us. Get the music out there. Speaking of that, I would like to give a huge shout out to all the people that are not listening here in the United States. We're here in Texas in the United States, but we get listens from all around the world and it's pretty awesome. Uh, shout out to the United Kingdom for all your listens, Australia, Mexico, Netherlands, tons of other countries that listen to the Texas Music Spotlight. It's hella awesome. Thank you and I appreciate your support and I'm pretty sure the musicians that we have on the podcast appreciate your support as well. So go check them out. You can follow us as well on Facebook and Twitter, Facebook and Twitter at Texas Music Pod, Texas Music P-O-D, or on Instagram, Texas Music Podcast. Now, you can email us at texasmusicpodcast at gmail.com and send us music, send us new music, send your friend's band, your band, whatever. Talk to us. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. And, you know, let's let's chat. I want to chat with you about music. I mean, yeah, I love listening to new music. You can suggest bands or whatever. Just uh, talk to us. And if you want to support us a step further, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash TMS podcast, and that gets you exclusive content. You get to know who the guests are before anybody else. You can get yourself a shout out in this very intro. I can shout you out. You can have me say anything that you'd like. You, you can have me shout out somebody, shout out like a birthday or a wedding or, or uh, whatever. Say me, make me, make me say something stupid, whatever. That's uh, that's all the rewards on Patreon.com. You can check us out. Patreon.com slash TMS podcast. A dollar goes a long way and you get exclusive content. It's all, uh, it's all uh, you know, for you. You get rewards and stuff. Help us reach our goal. Help us reach our goal and get some merch, extra episodes and all that. Go check it out. But today, that's enough about about what what's going on. We have a lot of stuff going on. I'm sorry. Uh, Cooper Greenberg. Cooper Greenberg. He is an amazing musician from the Austin, San Antonio area. That's why you're here, right? To, to hear, hear him talk, hear me talk to him, and hear his music. He is a great guitarist. Uh, Americana, I guess we kind of discuss it, but uh, he's, he's a great musician in general, and he's very interesting. He had a lot to say, and it's, it's, it's really a sin for such a good guy to be a great musician the way he is and it's 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 really mind blowing me and my father were just here talking after the podcast and we were just chatting about stuff uh with him and it was it was just awesome to hear his music and then him being so insightful and uh such an amazing person all around so what you're going to hear right now is the beginning or some of the song today is the last day i can keep this to myself off his new ep wave pool the wave pool ep you can hear it wherever you listen to music i personally listen to it on spotify but he has it on pretty much everything we're gonna hear a little bit of that song and then we're gonna get right into the interview so yeah i've been jules the human keep listening we're gonna hear a full song of his at the end go check out his ep wave pool and without further ado today is the last day i can keep this to myself this is cooper greenberg
You like it? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like my favorite favorite San Antonio band. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Cool, thanks man. I appreciate like, it. Of like everybody that's playing in San Antonio right now, you guys are the ones that are gonna like do yeah. something about it, man. That's <laughs> what I'm talking thanks. about. It's it's always uh it's always weird when, when people do compliment me me personally, I don't know about everybody else, but like I'm like I'm having so much fun up there. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like I'm not really doing yeah. doing much, but uh I mean yeah, everybody really enjoys it. It's, Dude, it's super it's, cool. It's I awesome. remember, like, I saw y'all play at Imagine, like, mm-hmm. a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Probably one of probably the first one, times yeah. you guys played there. Mm-hmm. And I was there, I think, seeing somebody else, maybe. But we watched y'all set, and then we left after, because we were like, yeah. that's it. Dude, that's like... <laughs> yeah, you but can we do just, we just We were, like, right up front, me and my sister, and mm-hmm. we were just, like, blown away. Was that when... Uh, I remember there was one where there's like a circle that went around Imagine. Was that that time or was there a different time? Maybe. Yeah. Like, are you talking? Dude. Like when they were dancing and yeah, they were just yeah, going yeah. around. It was, it was, dude, it was you a guys put on a damn good show. Thanks, we've, man. we've come to see you as much as possible. Yeah, so thanks. Like, thanks, I appreciate it. That's nice. nice I mean, uh, thanks for coming down today. I mean, that's... Yeah, no, yeah, no that's, problem, man. That's awesome. Uh, how, was, how was your drive? How was it? It was fine. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. It was... I make it a lot, so it's okay. like pretty mindless. Like I just kind of sit there and get some tacos on the way. Yeah, dude, that's like... that's what I like. Um, I used to drive up to Denton a whole lot, and uh, it was just pretty much five hours. Just keep going, and it's just like turn on some music or whatever, yeah. and just like just chill. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, you said you make this drive a lot. Do you are you from here in San Antonio? Yeah, I'm from San Antonio. I was like born and raised here, but mm-hmm. I go to UT Austin. Okay, cool. So. What are you studying for? I'm studying English mm-hmm. and government, just okay. thinking, you know, <clears throat> something that I can, like, possibly apply towards a career, but also, like, I think it really helps enhance, like, writing and everything, Yeah, too. oh, yeah, sure. You know, songwriting. I didn't even think about that, yeah. Yeah. Writing, getting to know the English language, because that, that helps. Yeah. Uh, you know. And I get to read a lot, which is oh, okay. really nice. Yeah, cool, and <clears throat> pulling some... Uh, stories and stuff from yeah. uh, from other authors and things like that so why music why don't i mean um not why music that came out weird, but like what, <laughs> what's kind of your first memory with music i guess uh that you remember um you know both of my parents neither of them are musicians but they're just like super huge music fans mm-hmm. what, did, what did they do um i mean my mom works in pharmaceuticals my dad's in the restaurant business mm-hmm. but they like they you know, for their whole lives, always went to live shows and, mm-hmm. like, had huge record collections. And so they played me music all the time um, and kind of, like, formed my first musical taste. And mm-hmm. then... What what was that? What was your first... A lot of classics, yeah. you know. Um, a lot of, like, Beatles, Bruce Springsteen, um, 
my dad's a big classic rock guy. Cool. So, like, you got to bring some of that in. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, just, like, a good mix of, like, 60s and 70s mm-hmm. classics. And then <clears throat> also they're big, like, Texas alt-country fans. Oh, okay, cool. So, like, getting that as a good mix, you know, kind of sent me in a certain direction. Uh-huh. But then uh, my sister started playing guitar when I was, like, seven, mm-hmm. and then she dropped it pretty fast. But then I was just, like... I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I started playing on Did you hear seven. her playing it? And then that was like, oh my God. Like, I just, that's, that's so cool. Yeah, it was more like I just like saw it happening. And uh-huh. I was like, I can make this kind of stuff. And my parents thought I was too young to begin with. But then I begged them and finally they like gave in. And we did it and I I was like immediately hooked. Yeah. So I've been playing since then. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then you're... You're obviously doing very well because you you do play really well. I, it, I mean, Thanks, I saw you uh, at Vapier when you did the uh, the little intimate oh yeah show with all the the little candles and stuff. That was yeah. super good. And, Thanks, uh, man. Uh, that was just like a good experience. Like I think I went with a, a friend of mine, and we we're just like, I just want to relax. And then I, I saw that uh, you know Victoria, you, and then uh, yeah. yeah, it was just like going to be super chill. And then I was just like. Let's go. And then there was candles everywhere. Yeah. That was, <laughs> it was a cool super show, cool. Dude. Yeah. That was really cool. That was awesome. And then uh, your EP, and it's just like really, really good musicianship. I don't think uh, a lot of people have that. I mean, you have a good a good sense of, of where a song needs to go and, and what what uh, what to do with it. How did, how did that come about? How did you uh, perfect, I guess, your musicianship? Did you have any teachers or, or did you kind of just, just a lot of listening? I mean, a lot of both. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I try and listen to a lot of different kinds of stuff, but when I was in high school, I got super into like music theory, mm-hmm. and I had a couple really good teachers in terms of theory, and so I got to see some different ways that like songs could could work, mm-hmm. um, and like it opened me up to a lot of different you know paths that chord progressions could take. Yeah, versus like listen to like rock music with like a one four five or mm-hmm. something like that yeah in in high school you had did you have a music theory class or just like yeah some, yeah i was in music theory ap okay. and it was like just a super small class because mm-hmm. i went to health careers and there okay. wasn't like a ton going on but like the music program while it was like really small was really cool mm-hmm. and so i got super into theory then and then ever since then i kind of just try and like play what I feel, but also kind of go in and see what I can do that's, mm-hmm. that makes it like a little more unique, but also like still listenable. You know, mm-hmm. nothing that's going to be yeah. too like too out, out there. there. <laughs> yeah, because that's fun, but like nobody wants to listen to that. Yeah, you know? I mean, you, you said it, it. not yeah. <laughs> <I say laughs> that, but you know, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's just a little a little much, and then and then when there's too much out of the box, it gets like a part of the norm, and then you can't really like creatively keep them captured yeah. keep the audience captured i think and and that's that's really difficult uh like when you're trying to like do all this crazy cool stuff but it's just like all right you, yeah. you've been going on for like 10 minutes yeah let's let's, let's. i think i think like something cool that a lot of my favorite artists do that i think y'all do okay pretty well uh-huh. is like make these songs that are like so engaging and everything uh-huh. and they can be like really well made like beautiful like pop songs it sounds bad uh-huh. like i don't want to say pop yeah, yeah but like just a song that like it can like hit anybody in like the perfect way like mm-hmm. you don't you don't have to like be some kind of jazz fanatic mm-hmm. to like appreciate certain things but i think like really great artists can do that Mm -hmm. and that's what I kind of want to try and do is make stuff that like my grandparents can listen to Mm -hmm. and like my friends from school can listen like everybody can listen to and like recognize like this is a cool track yeah it's a cool it's a cool piece of music regardless of what you what you've heard before or or what your you know genre is yeah because because like I think you're you're sort of like uh bordering like some some sort of like country rock sort of in, in some some aspects and and it's just like i don't really like country but i was like whoa okay that, yeah. that's that's super cool what he's doing there and uh listening uh to your music and all that so. that's like thank you for saying that but <laughs> yeah, first yeah. Of all, but that's like one thing that's so tough for me is because like i really don't like country music <laughs> like I, when it comes down to like what people say is country mm-hmm. being like this kind of like arena pop yeah. country all about uh-huh. drinking beer and stuff mm-hmm. that's garbage yeah well that's what it is now yeah and it's, but it's yeah yeah but like san antonio and austin 
like real good Texas country being like Willie Nelson and mm-hmm. and I don't know Waylon Jennings, Merle mm-hmm. Haggard, stuff like that, and even people like Sturgill Simpson. That's good stuff. That's mm-hmm. like still tasteful musicianship. Yeah. But, like, that's not what people think of when they think country. No. So I have to throw in, like, I like Americana. Or yeah, like there you go. Country yeah, like alt that. country Americana is, is sort of now what they're labeling it. The yeah. country is 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 turned uh, very popish and God, about so some bad. of the same, yeah, <laughs> a lot so of the same bad. stuff. And uh, yeah. sometimes I don't want to hear about your truck or, or yeah. something. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. I drive a truck. Yeah. I've got dogs. <laughs> I wear jeans. But I don't sing about it, you know. <laughs> That's just a given. I don't have yeah. to sing to you about it. You can see it. In yeah. The, in the <laughs> Damn. So, yeah. Um, so, you you mentioned um, tacos earlier. Yeah. Kind of want to talk to you about that. Let's do it. <laughs> so, I, so, I love tacos. So, you're, you're frequent from Austin to San Antonio. Is that is there a difference? Or what's the difference? Yeah. Who has, who has the, the better tacos here uh, in Texas? I mean... I I gotta say San Antonio, uh-huh. right? I mean, it's like, it's. I mean, really not no, just because you're here. It's, but, yeah, yeah, but it's really no competition, okay. I think. But here's the thing: I was talking about this last night. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like in Austin, where I live, the closest taco place within like a few miles is Torchies, uh-huh. and like, yeah. tor- you know, Torchies is like fun as a novelty, yeah. <laughs> but you're not. So then I started hanging out kind of like over East Riverside uh-huh. in Austin, okay, and they have like really good al pastor like taco trucks mm-hmm. out there and those are like delicious tacos yeah. but it's like i mean like little street tacos yeah. and stuff you're not necessarily going to get like i don't know like it's tough when i go breakfast tacos like it's 100 san antonio yeah for sure but like i really do dig like these this area and like their al pastor and all that mm-hmm. but like torchies is torchies not, is a, it's not doing yeah, it for me. it's not a thing i mean that's like it's like saying like Chipotle is like a great Mexican burrito place. I mean, yeah. it's good. The thing is, like, but, I'll eat it. Yeah, it, but it, like when I want a taco, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm saying like I want a taco, yeah. you know, you'll make the drive. I'll make the. I'll come to San Antonio <laughs> for tacos Just and for bring time. them back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we want some tacos. All right, I'll be I'll be here uh, in about an hour and a half. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. What's What's your go to taco? Uh, you know, I grew up on uh, bean and cheese tacos. My my great grandma. She would always make me uh, bean and cheese, and she would, like, heat up the, was it, tortilla? Yeah. And that's just kind of been my thing. I mean, yeah. I, I've kind of moved on to, uh, what is it, barbacoa tacos uh, in my later years uh, <laughs> <laughs> of my taco career. Um, but, yeah, I think classic bean and cheese is Bean and cheese is where it's at. Mm-hmm. I had three this morning oh, on the way here. All yeah. right. So, you know. Do you do one of those? Because I remember when I was driving, I would do that, too, where I was just, like... Food, yeah, food yeah. Dude, one hand on the wheel yeah. and then the taco in hand. Um, I went to. You ever hit up La Fonda on La Main? Fonda? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, they had a barbacoa special oh, yeah? last week, and I went there, and it was insane. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. Um, and I got some chicken poblano tacos Damn. as well. Yeah. It was shit. I'm hungry. It was really good. Did right. you eat today? Uh, I ate some leftover pizza, so we might. If you want to go after, if you want to go. It somewhere else. Uh, I, I uh, just hang out or something. Yeah, we can yeah, do that. Cool. So, uh, yeah, also uh, with Austin and San Antonio, the taco scene, but let's compare the music scene from which, from your perspective, I guess. The music scene, what? Well, um, let's go into, because I've been talking to a lot of venue owners now. I have a, a lot of friends that are venue owners, and, and uh, kind of what are some venue owners, venues doing right? Here in San Antonio and Austin, yeah, and maybe something they can improve on from your from an artist perspective because sometimes yeah. they don't really get that. Well, I mean, the thing <clears throat> is, I have definitely found it easier to to like jump into the San Antonio scene, mm-hmm. and I think partly that's because like I'm from here, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people, yeah. like in bands, and also I've gotten to be like you know friends with like ian from vegas yeah, yeah. and stuff yeah. and like you know the herds it imagine mm-hmm. and they're all so nice and mm-hmm. it's i think since everybody kind of has this collective collective like view of where they want san antonio to be as a music city like everybody works together and like helps each other out mm-hmm. and everything and since i think austin is already established it's it gets really pretentious and i would love to play there more than i do mm-hmm. like i 
last night I was on Rainy Street and I I saw mm-hmm. like four different bands in a row that were different, but they were all like insane. Mm-hmm. Like I saw this one like you really young guys playing mm-hmm. like funk, and it was like two girl singers and guy singer, and they would just trade off songs, and they were going from like Prince to like Tina Turner. Yeah, it was sick. Uh-huh. But then like right after that, I saw like three real old dudes playing like jazz blues mm-hmm. and like this little whiskey bar and mm-hmm. they were great too but they were just like improving on one chord progression for like 45 minutes <laughs> so like they were all super cool and like it really made me think like i'd love to just be a part of this uh-huh. but then you go talk to like i talked to a few booking managers last uh-huh. night and they just look at you with like this preconceived thought that like if you're not already playing out here like you must be an amateur uh-huh. versus like I went to Vapier one time and I just like had a good conversation with Ian uh-huh. and then like he just kind of gave me like the benefit of the doubt and he was like why don't we try it out and then I played there and it worked out you mm-hmm. know so it's like so much easier with like these grassroots movement places mm-hmm. in San Antonio which I really like and then I started like I played at Limelight for the first time mm-hmm. cool and it, that was like you know that's one of those more yeah like little... established mm-hmm. kind of yeah and like that was cool too mm-hmm. and they, but it was all the same kind of vibe like everybody's just trying to like, help you out and everything mm-hmm. so so which i like you yeah know? I, I mean, like that a lot and i think it's a good way to build a movement and mm-hmm. like a scene in san antonio that's not to say that i wouldn't love to you know get to that point in austin when i can go in and like get gigs at like rainy street bars yeah, and yeah. stuff uh, but it's, it's, just, it's definitely a lot easier yeah i yeah. mean uh i never really tried to book in austin or anything and, and yeah i kind of you know, sort of get that vibe. I mean, there's so many musicians. A lot of people are saying, like, yeah. everybody's a musician there yeah. in San Antonio. And, and it's just really hard to uh, get in there first until you're, like, you know, well-known, like, crazy, like, through yeah. the whole state or something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I really like the, uh, what what uh, venues are doing here. Uh, what what can they uh, sort of do to improve? Is there something uh, not so great? Or I mean, the... I think some of the improvements definitely have to come from like the artists themselves Mm -hmm. like i do think that like some of the bands get kind of clicky a little Mm -hmm. bit um but like that's cool i mean Mm -hmm. you're obviously gonna like like the bands you like and all that um this is definitely like something that's more specific to me but like i don't love being relegated to like a singer songwriter night mm-hmm. like i would love i mean when i play i i loop a lot of stuff and i like try and make the biggest sound as possible mm-hmm. in like a live setting like you saw me at that stripped down thing yeah. which was cool but like i generally play a lot of electric mm-hmm. and like do a lot of stuff like that so i don't necessarily i mean i get it like if you got you know punk bands playing mm-hmm. it's gonna take a step back if you like bring it down to a solo artist but that's one of those things where like you can't explain that to somebody without them just like hearing hearing it yeah. first, mm-hmm. and um, then they only see one person and they're like, "Well, yeah, yeah. I kind of want a full band," you know? And yeah, it's like, but you're bringing that sound just by yourself. Yeah, I don't know. So I mean, like, I definitely dig it. Like, there's that word of mouth event mm-hmm. where it's like all oh, kinds yeah. of different stuff, mm-hmm. and like I feel like that was cool. But um, I don't know. I mean, I think venues here are pretty sweet. One thing that kind of bugs me is that a lot of them are like 21 and up. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's understandable. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, it's there's there's a everywhere. lot more now that aren't. Yeah. Um. So that that's awesome that people are doing that and people are uh, starting to get the hint that and then that that also brings uh, a ton of house shows and stuff. Yeah, house uh, shows. Yeah, for yeah. sure. There's and, like this thing. Yeah. Coming out. And the thing is, like, I I feel like the twenty one up thing is more. Like I I feel like I I've feel that way more because like i know a ton of people that are like 17 18 19 20 Mm -hmm. that like want to go see these shows just as much but like they can't and Mm -hmm. it kind of sucks but in terms of like i don't know i mean i I think there's a ton of cool places popping up and like the strip is getting so cool Mm -hmm. like i was just i don't know i live so far away from there in san when i am here in san san like i rarely get to go but then recently like over the past few months i got to like really kind of see it for Mm -hmm. what was up yeah it's it's definitely a lot better for uh musicians and it's a lot more open to uh a bunch of stuff i mean i don't i don't know uh this past year i mean uh with vulcan they've just been um almost almost all the places there uh, on the strip are just like 
really welcoming for uh, artists, and they let us, you know, have whatever band we want with with us. And they're like, all right, here, it's it's super cool. And uh, yeah, definitely, the strip is is a lot more music friendly than it has yeah. been. Just a bunch of drunk people. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it still kind of is, but but uh, yeah, it, it's it's awesome for uh, live music. And it's like such a weird, like diverse crowd. Yeah, really yeah, cool. because they're all so close together. Yeah, and it's just a bunch of different ideas for for yeah. venues all put together but awesome. also Vulcan is like gonna run san antonio by like the end of 2017 <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't bring you here to talk about me but dude okay. i want to talk about it. <laughs> um yeah it's pretty cool um i guess uh, we have our ep on Spotify yeah dude connected. i've been listening to it yeah, yeah. cool <laughs> so well let's talk about your ep uh wave pool you just released yeah. it um, in a couple couple days yeah. ago, I guess. Yeah, yeah like well, one, okay. one week ago today. When this comes out, it's not going to be a couple of days ago. But yeah. we're really it's in January. Whatever. It was, um, yeah, it was on the thirtieth. The thirtieth of December. <laughs> yeah. So, so why don't you talk to me about that? How how was the recording process? Um, I know you do a bunch of you recorded a couple covers and stuff like that. But how did how was it to get a lot of your music out there? And it was cool, man. I um play a lot of shows that are like at restaurants and bars and stuff Mm -hmm. and so a lot of that comes with covers and so it's nice to like take some time to like really spend it on my original music Mm -hmm. because i i don't know i just got to like workshop songs and that was like the funnest thing Mm -hmm. but um i had a like i have a good friend who was in the process of like opening a studio in san antonio and i really wanted him to like record and do the whole thing Mm -hmm. for with me um, but he just got way too busy, and so I took the money that I was going to spend on studio time, and I just, like, invested a little bit more in getting studio equipment for my own place. Yeah. And it was, like, such an awesome investment just yeah. to, like, in my apartment now, I just have, like, this room that's just, it's like my bedroom. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but I just have, like, all my mics and, like, everything set up to where I can just walk in and, like, plug in whatever mm-hmm. I want and go for it. And it totally gave me the ability to just, like, do tons of takes of songs and everything Mm -hmm. and really get it down to what I wanted. And it was cool because, like, I finally got to take all these songs that I had written to kind of relate to each other, um, like, musically and thematically, Mm -hmm. but also just kind of put them out and just see what people think. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, people have been super, super nice and, like, really... Really receptive with it, which is cool. super good. Yeah, Thanks. I really enjoy it. It's awesome. Thank you. Um, and you had it mastered by someone in Nashville, I think you said. I there's think I so there's like one song uh-huh. on the like the last song is yeah, called yeah, Golden, Golden Apple, <clears throat> and I um, I recorded and like did that one with um, some people in Nashville because I lived there for a little bit. Oh really? Yeah, uh-huh. um, for my freshman year of college. Um, you went to college there. Yeah. Yeah? Well, yeah. Well, I went to Belmont. Oh, okay, um, cool. How, and how was that on your music career? Like, it was, it was like, pretty cool, dude. I you mean, seeing all the musicians there and, and things like that. It was a lot like Austin, uh-huh. but it was really cool, and I met some like awesome musicians there mm-hmm. that I'm still pretty close with. Mm-hmm. And so like, I, I've gone up a few times and just kind of like hang out and everything. But I like I wrote that song there and I recorded it there and all that and then a few of the other songs on the EP like I wrote to kind of be like complimentary to that song. Mm-hmm. So that song was like recorded and produced and mastered in Nashville and then the other five were just I just did it myself mm-hmm. to cool. kind of tr- try and like match the vibe but also yeah. I mean like you can definitely hear stylistic like production differences I think if you like really listen closely mm-hmm. but I think like there's only a certain like amount difference that you can get when you're just a couple guitar tracks and a vocal and yeah, all that. For sure. But um but yeah, so that one I recorded it like a for, year and yeah. a half ago or something. Oh, okay. But um I've kind of been holding on to it with these other songs mm-hmm. to like try and make more of a, a completer more complete, complete. <laughs> yeah, a completer project you, out of it. Yeah. You're in college, yeah. Yeah. English maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> more completer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I I love it. I wanted you to plug uh, where where they can listen to that um, if they haven't heard it. Yeah, um, it's pretty much on every like like iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, and Tidal, yeah, all know. that cool. stuff. Mm-hmm. But also, it's Tidal like, too. Tidal, yeah. dude. Tidal, Kanye yeah. put it on there himself. Um, <laughs> Cooper Green. All right, I yeah. like this stuff. <laughs> um, but also, like, it's just on my Bandcamp. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's uh-huh. just under my name. I I 
I've been thinking about like the prospect of making just like a website. Uh-huh. What, what do you think about that? Um, I think it's professional. I think it's nice to to have it all in one place because um, the way I I heard your album was on Bandcamp, and I only recently got Bandcamp because a lot of people put their a lot of local bands put their stuff on Bandcamp. But as a normal person, when I was a normal person a while back, I never got Bandcamp, so that's yeah. why I was just like. Um, I'll get this Bandcamp, and then that's the only link I saw for yeah. you. And I was just like, okay. I mean, I have Bandcamp now, but so for yeah. some people, that might turn them yeah, off. That's that's, that's my that's my opinion. So so I think uh, a central hub is awesome. I mean, even just having like a free web because I know websites we have a website <laughs> and, and it costs a lot. But um, I know maybe having some central place where you have the, all the little dots, like the little uh, emblems, like hey, if you want to follow him on facebook or yeah that's you know true. It, oh i listen to spotify let me click the spotify take me to there or, yeah i only have title you know what i mean yeah so i think having a central hub i guess for artists is cool and if that's a website sure but if it's like your facebook or something then yeah. that's cool too just direct everybody to your facebook and then they can uh, go from there but um yeah see i didn't i didn't even know i'll yeah i'll bump you on fucking spotify now <laughs> Thanks. it's fucking cool um yeah so uh what is what's the What's the album called? Uh, Wave, Wave Pool. Pool. Yeah. yeah, cool. Check out Wave Pool on everything Cooper Greenberg, and uh, yeah, he's super good artist and uh, singer guitarist. We'll hear some live stuff in a little bit. What what I want to do? I have this D twenty. I've been super into Dungeons and Dragons recently. Nice. And I have um, <clears throat> some questions. Sweet. Here, and if you want to get one of your questions on my question board, you can go ahead. Go ahead and donate at least a dollar uh, to support us. Dollar a month, that's not a whole lot. On our Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash podcast. Patreon.com slash podcast. You see all these, um, all, a bunch of extra stuff, extra content. You'll get to know who we have coming up. Um, and you get to submit a question. So I, and I'll give you a shout out. Whatever. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so why don't you roll... I have a list of 20 questions that you just roll. That's 11. Did you go through any stupid obsessions in elementary school? Let's just, let's just make, uh, in, in all of school, up to high school, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a bunch. Yeah. Let's say like elementary school though, it was Spider-Man for sure. Oh yeah? Yeah. I was obsessed you have, with like, Spider-Man. Spider-Man light up shoes? I had like everything. Yeah? And cool. I like had this huge like wooden chest in my room mm-hmm. filled with like all these Spider-Man toys mm-hmm. and they were really cool and um, <laughs> I had this Obviously. one, yeah, I had this one that had like, it was like a gun on the back mm-hmm. that like had a Spider-Man up front and it had a few different triggers uh-huh. and like you could pull different triggers for different actions oh, shit. and he would uh-huh. like throw out the, you know, yeah, the, the web. webbing. Uh-huh. It was, it was sweet. Um, Spider-Man was my big one mm-hmm. and then like ACDC. Oh, shit. Um, okay. Those were like obsessions. And then after that, like I, I cooled it down a little bit. Yeah. But, and um, pretty, pretty yeah. chill. Yeah. Yeah. How does, how does one obsess over ACDC? You just kind of bought a bunch of merch or you had the records? Or yeah. What? yeah. So like, I remember really vividly, actually, um, I was driving on I-10 by mm-hmm. Days of Allah with my dad one time and we were listening to KZEP 104.5. Rest in peace. Classic rock. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And um, TNT was on. Yeah. And he was like, you know who that is? And I was like, <laughs> nope. But he had this truck and it had like this little flip up CD case. Mm-hmm. And he had High Voltage and Highway to Hell oh, by ACDC on yeah. And he just pointed at it and like, nodded at me. <laughs> and after that, like he let me take those CDs mm-hmm. and I downloaded them. And I got to know every single song perfectly. Damn. And then after that, I made it my goal to like have every album... All the, like, box sets mm-hmm. and live, unreleased, all that stuff. Um, the day that Black Ice came out mm-hmm. in 2008, yeah. um, my mom took me to Walmart. It was a Walmart exclusive. Oh, uh, oh wow. Yeah, <laughs> ACDC. Walmart exclusive. She took me to uh, Walmart before school. I would think I was in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And, um, Damn, like at seven in the morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she took me. Actually, it was probably. I think we got up at five. God. She took me at five. I got the T-shirt and the album. 
I put on the t-shirt, we listened to this, the whole CD in front of Krispy Kreme and ate donuts before school, and I was <laughs> like, the best day <laughs> ever. Awesome. Yeah, and then when they came to San Antonio mm-hmm. on that tour, my whole family went, and oh, cool. we yeah. went crazy. Yeah. But I recently did, like, this huge overhaul of, like, my dresser. Mm-hmm. Like, I had really old stuff in there, and I brought, like, a ton to Goodwill, mm-hmm. and I gave away, like... 13 ACDC shirts because they were all like a child's mm-hmm. medium, yeah, you know? Sure. Uh-huh. But yeah, ACDC was like my you life think? for damn. a bit. That's yeah. awesome. I dressed up like Angus Young for Halloween yeah. a few times. Oh, damn. Yeah. It was, you had it. You had it was the... way too much. Yeah. Right <laughs> <laughs> you kind of tone it down, but yeah. whenever somebody says ACDC, you're kind of like, oh, well, I'm like, what? I know that band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> You're like correcting their facts. Yeah. You're like, well, um, I think yeah, you're trying to be. The, yeah. <laughs> he wore the schoolboy uniform because, uh, you know, he didn't have an outfit for the show. So that's the, that's a <laughs> but, true one. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I heard that. Yeah. Um, I read that somewhere. <laughs> what, what, what about you? Did you have like a band obsession? Um, let me think. Music wise, at the beginning, I guess elementary school. I don't remember when I got, I had a, I had a CD player. That, that was like, oh my god, fuck it, I got a CD player, I've never, whatever, and it was like a red uh, Sony Walkman CD player, and it was super awesome, and, and I remember my, <laughs> we just got them back, I don't know who had them, but somebody had them where they had like my entire CD, you know, book, I don't know what this yeah. is called, uh, and uh, I was like, oh shit, I remember all these, and I just listened to a lot of boy bands, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I just really like singing along to them, like in like, the car like and in stuff. Sync like in sync, like Backstreet Boys. Man. So if you throw a song on, I I can probably sing it, but I won't. You know, dude. And and I don't I don't know what it was. I mean, uh, that was sort of my music uh, first. You know, music obsession. I don't know why. Maybe it was just because of their, you know, vocals, and, yeah. and it was just super catchy. But it's so <laughs> that catchy. was just a thing. Did you ever you know that in sync Christmas album? I don't think I got that far. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I, I I know what you're talking. I think I've seen the cover. Yeah, to where they like, have yeah their own sweaters. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, man. I don't think I heard that one, but but uh, yeah, that was sort of um, my thing. And then I got oh, I can say uh, Power Rangers when I was younger, Power elementary Rangers. school and all that. I had all the Zords all of all on shelves, and I probably I think I, they're still over there at my grandma's, but um, <laughs> nice. they were just all there. I'll just go and. Whenever they release a new one, I'd go with my uncle, and then he was like, "Can I, can I get that one?" <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, sure." And then I just, I just build it up, and then take it down, and then build it up, and that's then take awesome. it apart. And it's just like, what the hell? That's so um, cool. Yeah. That. Uh, one. Do you want to roll one more time? And just. Yeah, I'll uh, do it. Get another one. Are you a dungeon master? Uh, no, not me. Is that three? three. What is your favorite city? My favorite city is San Antonio. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I think a close second might be Nashville. Mm-hmm. And then a close third would be Austin. Because, like, I love all those cities mm-hmm. so much. San Antonio. I just love it here so mm-hmm. much. And yeah. I think, like, eventually I'll probably want to just, like, end up here. Mm-hmm. But Austin's a good, like, something else for mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, definitely. You, you didn't really uh, elaborate about your time in Nashville how how was it I guess being around uh all the musicians I know you say you learned did you uh you saw saw a lot of people but I know um when I went to school in Denton there was like a ton of great musicians around you all the time and did that make you did that drive you to be better or did that like kind of take you the other way or what what was your kind of feeling yeah um I mean yeah it it was like really inspiring and also competitive you Mm -hmm. know um i got into a bunch of different types of music that i had like known but i made a lot of friends who like they were all it was like a music school Mm -hmm. and so they were all like dedicated to their like personal genres and i really got into radiohead okay and like they have since become like my favorite yeah i saw you do uh you have a few covers yeah man radiohead like that was you know when you, like, find a band that, like, you you think after a certain point, like, bands aren't going to, like, change my life anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, you, but, like, yeah, Radiohead did that. But also, like, definitely got into a lot of different kinds of jazz, which was cool, and, like, a lot of hip-hop, which was awesome because I, 
I don't want to say I wrote it off, but like I got into deeper stuff that like a lot of friends just showed me, mm-hmm. which was cool. And then also the, like where I lived in Nashville was just pretty much equidistant from like all these amazing venues. And so I, I got to see great local bands and then also like Father John Misty and Sleater Kinney and Tedeschi Trucks band, mm-hmm. just like these badass bands. Yeah. I saw Jack White there. And oh, that yeah. show was crazy. <laughs> that was like when he reunited with the Raconteurs uh-huh. on stage. Yeah, and damn. Just like every single day, I feel like, like I know there were like lulls when I was there, but when I like think about it, I just think about going to shows and then like going back to my dorm room and playing guitar for like hours. And it's probably like, and also being away, it was like good for growing as a mm-hmm. person, I think. But musically, it was like opened up a ton of stuff. And then I got to come back here mm-hmm. and just kind of like jump back into like Dude, what I had yeah. been doing, but like as a more experienced mm-hmm. in certain ways, which was cool. And like <clears throat> sometimes wish I would have stayed, but also like I wanted to go to UT forever. Mm-hmm. So I transferred. But um, it was cool. Yeah, have have you been up there? No, I have not. I've, the farthest I've gone is uh, uh, Denton and, and Austin and all that. But yeah. um, I, the way I picture it, it just seems like just music coming out of everywhere and, yeah. and just ideas and creativity just yeah coming at you. I think. I mean, I'm sure you saw this a lot in Denton too, mm-hmm. um, with like UNT being mm-hmm. like what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I think there's like a curse of like some music students that they. It just turn everything turns into like what we were talking about, just like trying to get as complicated and like uh-huh. musically yeah. parkour as possible. Yeah, definitely. There's um, a yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, and like that's cool and that's fun, but also like I never really got into like the neo soul type stuff that mm-hmm. like I feel like everybody at Belmont was like that was in the guitar program mm-hmm. was like messing around with, and I wasn't in the guitar program, but still like it was. I mean, we all play guitar together all the time, mm-hmm. and, like, I don't really want to play, you know... Yeah. I want to play a C chord, yeah. like, <laughs> and play it well. Uh-huh. I don't want to, like, do some weird, yeah. you know... Definitely. There was a... <clears throat> I met a lot of composers there, and uh, I always drop his name. I always talk about him because he's, he's a fantastic person. Marco Levero, I had him on... Uh, in season one, he was, he was doing some electronic stuff, but he's a composer. He's from Australia. He's great. I met him at UNT, and then he uh, would always just do these really intense compositions, and it was just like super cool. And like I could take his stuff. Like his stuff yeah. was super cool. He had some great ideas about you know uh, working the thematics of a song out to where we were. Um, it was a one of the one of his pieces was a bunch of trombone players and they were uh, sort of commanding a, a part of an army and we would just like move around a little bit and then we had bells <clears throat> and we would do like yelling and chants and things like that. So that's, that's super. That's sick. Yeah, super sick. Out of the box and it's just like awesome. But then uh, we would play at some showcases or we played at this one showcase with a lot of composers that were composing right now and some of it's just like, whoa, okay, yeah. <laughs> like really like. Hmm. Yeah, that's 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 uh, almost not music, but it's it yeah. sounds it's it's you know it's it's just walking this fine line of like I kind of don't want to listen to it, but I I'm listening to it and but I kind of like it and it's yeah. like a lot of people yeah, are no, there exactly. right now. It's it's kind of like the era they want to discover this new the new yeah, C new, chord. <laughs> yeah, new C chord and like I think that's cool. Uh-huh. I just can't do it. Yeah, yeah, like, definitely. Like I I love talking to people who have like these. I mean, like, innovative ideas. Mm-hmm. And I I would love to, like, be innovative in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. But, like, when it comes to, like, really out there stuff, like, you know you like it when you, like, you hear that one thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, and it's it just hits you and yeah. it's perfect. I mean, that, uh, going back to what you were saying when you, uh, you were obsessed with, like, ACDC, I mean, they use, like pretty simple chords more simple yeah. chords and stuff like that chord yeah. progressions and stuff but it's good like it's yeah. like boom it's in your face they bring uh, something to the table with uh, the whole band you know the vocals with the style and all that yeah. but they're using like the same chords that you use probably yeah. right now and, and uh, you know it's just something else like you yeah know. and there I mean I don't know you listen to I'm gonna talk a little bit about Radiohead sure but like you, talk, you listen to like Radiohead stuff and they're like getting out there with what mm-hmm. they're playing and stuff and that's 
cool and really inspiring to me, but it's never anything that's like grating, you know, mm-hmm. it never like hurts to listen to mm-hmm. or when it does like you're supposed to, and then you get some sort of release at the end and like, mm-hmm. it's all like kind of like this tension and release. And I think that's super cool. Um, and like, I'd love to play a song that's like a one, four, five, and then play something that's like a little jazzier and mm-hmm. like out there. But, like, I think it's all got to come from, like, a certain feel and not not just, like, mm-hmm. getting a piece of paper and, like, trying to make something that's, like, weird and upsetting. Yeah, and know? then just, like, I want to make yeah. something that's crazy outside of the box. Um, what, what was I going to say? I'm, I'm so about the new Bonnie Vare album. Dude, it's, it's so-, so good. <laughs> Thank you. First off, um, it's so good. You understand, but but on my first listen to it, I was just kind of because I was coming off of his his, uh, you know, his young old uh, older stuff, the, guess, like yeah. for a mile. yeah, all yeah. that stuff, and I was just like, okay, and like maybe the first two listens, I was just kind of like, hmm, like I I really want to like this album. Uh, I and then I was like, I don't know if I really like it because a lot of people are saying they like it, but I don't really get it, and I was just like really trying to figure it out and then I put I think I was listening to it in the car and then I put headphones on with it and it's just you hear all the little things yeah. all the it just starts to come alive and then that's that's a uh, a band that like you said later yeah. in life you never thought a band would yeah, would no. do that that's that's kind of what happened with that album that's all I've been listening to like Yeah forever. that but, album is so good uh, what's your favorite song in that album Um the the one where it's just him singing uh I think it's Creeks yeah, and oh my Creeks god. Is when it's just him doing the thing and then uh I think they have another like the mild acoustic the one's uh 29 st- yeah, Stratford Apartments. Yeah, that one. Um That's those two. Yeah. And and the way they do like where it sounds bad, like you know yeah. what I mean. You know when what it, like, I mean. Breaks like, up it bre- and, yeah, yeah, it's it's like it's you, it sounds bad, and it's like <laughs> it's it, there. But it takes a lot of good to make it sound that bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah. takes a lot of hard work to make it sound that. <laughs> that yeah, way, I mean, you know like I mean? it. It's it's so cool, and like I've never heard anything like that. No, like oh, yeah. and all the different instruments they're using, mm-hmm. with, like the OP one, mm-hmm. and like all the synthesizers, and then they can bring it down to something like so simple mm-hmm. and like acoustic. It's a new sound. Yeah, it's yeah, and, it, and that's where it was just kind of like, uh, like we we're talking about borderline. Like at the beginning, for me, it was just like, hmm, I don't, I don't know what to do with this. Uh, it's not what I was kind of expecting. And then after a while, like uh, going on from the third listen all the way through, I was just like, wow, there's a lot of things musically that are happening and a lot of uh, variables that are going on, you know, in my yeah. ears. And it's just like, wow, I. I it opened it blew my mind yeah <laughs> that's good we can we can talk about that a little later but um yeah new ep cooper greenberg super awesome thank you for coming thank and you for uh me. we're gonna have you play a, a few songs he's gonna play a song um that you would have heard at the beginning before we started talking and then he's gonna play another song after but <laughs> you uh, recording stuff audio stuff um do you have anything else that you want to, uh, final thoughts? Are you good? Being good? I'm good. Thank you very much yeah. for having me yeah. on here. Yeah, awesome, man. Good Thanks time. for coming. That's cool. So you just heard my interview with Cooper Greenberg, such an awesome guy. It was a lot of fun. I had a good time talking to him, and I think I have a, a, a new uh, music friend, you know? He, I saw him uh, whenever he played at the Ventura this weekend. I didn't get to catch his set, but... Uh, I kind of talked to him a little bit and uh, I hope he likes, I hope you like the podcast, Cooper. Uh, don't forget to subscribe if you like our podcast, Texas Music Spotlight, and give us a review. Reviews help us a lot in getting the music out there and we appreciate all of you. Follow us, you know, help us out on Patreon if you can. But right now, we're going to listen to the full Copenhagen, to Copenhagen. I don't even know how to say that. I've never known how to say that. Copenhagen. Cooper Hagen, Coopin, Coop, Coop, something. Off his new EP, Wave Pool, here is Cooper Greenberg. Thanks, and have a good night.
that I'm a boy that you need Don't make me beg you, baby Don't you make me plead I got ways that I could love you No one else can touch The way that you push me away, girl Well, it hurts so much It's such a shame that we can't be And it's such a shame that you don't see My heart's been broken and stolen Beated and cheated and taunted and Flaunted, yeah, such a shame we can be what I wanted. Things that we do. They are real, they are true So I can't let this wall stand between me and you I got things to tell you, baby, you don't want to miss About the way that my heart lingers Just waiting for your kiss It's such a shame that we can't be And it's such a shame that you don't see My heart's been broken and stolen Beat it and cheated and taunted and Flaunted, yeah, such a shame we can't be Separate us like the moon and the sun And your stunned heart keeps telling you That I can't be the one But when you put your hand in mine Everything can be so right and we Both know that I should be the one that's Just kissing you tonight It's such a shame that we can't be It's such a shame but you don't see My heart's been broken and stolen Beating and cheating and taunting and Flaunting here such a shame we can't be what I want Thank you for listening to the Texas Music Spotlight Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and visit our website, texasmusicspotlight.com to find out how you can be a part of the live recordings. Until next time, please continue to support local artists and music in your hometown.